even though my brother will offer no dowry to pay a husband. The king will have to choose me for my pleasant appearance and political connections. I have nothing else to offer, but he must choose me. It is everything to me to get away from here. On the other side of the room is my sister, awaiting her turn. God forgive me, but I pray that the king does not choose her. She is eager as me for the chance to leave Cleves and to leap to such greatness as the throne of England. But she does not need it as I do. No girl in the world can need it as I do. Not that I will speak so much as one word against my brother. I will never say anything against him. He is a model son to my mother and a worthy successor to the dukedom of Cleves. During the last months of my poor father's life, when he was clearly as mad as any fool, it was my brother who wrestled him into his chamber, locked the door from the outside, and publicly gave out that he had a fever. It was my brother who forbade my mother to summon physicians or even preachers to expel the devils that occupied my poor father's wandering brains. It was my brother who said that we must claim my father was a drunkard rather than allow the taint of madness to diminish our family reputation. This way I will make a good marriage. This way my sister will make a good marriage. This way my brother can make a good marriage and the future of our house is assured. My brother was always to be duke of these lands sheltered between the rivers of the Meuse and the Rhine a small enough patrimony, but one so well-placed that every power of Europe seeks our friendship. France, the Habsburg Spanish, and Austrians, the Holy Roman Emperor, the Pope himself, and now Henry of England. Cleves is the keyhole to the heart of Europe, and the Duke of Cleves is the key. No wonder that my brother values himself so highly, it is only I who sometimes wonder if he is not, in truth, a petty princeling seated below the salt at the grand banquet which is Christendom. But I tell no one I think this, not even my sister Amelia. I do not trust anyone very readily. When I was a little girl, my father used to call me his falcon, his white falcon. When he saw me at my books or at my sewing, he would laugh and say, Oh, my little falcon mewed up, come away and I shall set you free. And not even my mother could stop me running from the schoolroom to be with him. I wish now, I so wish now, that he could call me away again. Catherine Howard, Norfolk House, Lambeth July 1539 Now let me see, what do I have? I have a small gold chain from my long-dead mother that I keep in my jewellery box, sadly empty but for this one chain, but I am certain to get more. I have three gowns, one of them new. I have a piece of French lace sent by my father from Calais. I have half a dozen ribbons of my own, and more than anything else, I have me. I have me, glorious me. I am fourteen today. Imagine that. Fourteen. Fourteen, young, nobly born, though tragically not rich, but in love. Wonderfully in love. My lady grandmother, the Duchess, will give me a gift for my birthday. I know she will. 
Perhaps some silk for a gown, perhaps a coin to buy lace. My friends in the maid's chamber will give me a feast tonight when we are supposed to be asleep. The young men will tap their secret signal on the door, and we will rush to let them in, and I will cry, Oh no! as if I wanted it to be just girls alone, as if I am not in love, madly in love with Francis Dearham. I haven't told him how I feel, of course. I have told no one but my dearest friend Agnes Restwold, and sworn her to secrecy on pain of a traitor's death. She says she will be hanged and drawn and quartered before she tells anyone that I am in love. I have told Margaret Morton as well, and she says that death itself would not make her tell. This is good, because it means that one of them is certain to tell him before he comes to the chamber tonight. I have known him for months now. At first I only watched him, but now he smiles and says hello to me. Once he called me by name. He comes with all the other young men of the household.